Hello, beautiful soul. My name is James Zander. Before we begin this episode, I invite you to download my free mushroom trip checklist. This is a free PDF guide that dives into everything you need to know for your next psychedelic trip. What to do before your trip, during your trip, and after your psychedelic journey. Head over to mushroomchecklist.com to download it for free or use the link in the show notes. And now, enjoy this episode. DMT, the most intriguing molecule on the planet. What is it? Why is it so fascinating? And how do you prepare for it as a first-timer? In this video, we're going to dive into all the basics of what DMT is and how to best prepare for it, what to expect for your first trip, and also some of my own trippy experiences that I've had on DMT. If you're new to the channel, welcome. My name is James Zander. In this channel, we talk about psychedelics, spirituality, and how to connect with our highest destiny, how to use psychedelics as tools to connect us deeper to our intuition, our heart, and our mind. So welcome to the channel and let's dive into it. I got an email recently saying any suggestions or advice for trying out the spirit molecule for the first time. So in this video, I'm going to go over some basic things that you need to have in place before you do DMT and some tips and suggestions I have for the trip and what to do after the trip. Before I start, let me just say that this video is purely for educational purposes. So first things first, a definition for DMT. I found this definition online and it cracked me up. Dimethyltryptamine, DMT, is a hallucinogenic drug that can distort your view of reality. I would amend that and I would say DMT is a psychedelic tool that illuminates your view of reality. I don't see it as a distortion at all. I see it as a closer look at the truth of reality, a closer look at the raw source material, the consciousness, the energetic substance that permeates this hologram. So to me, DMT is a truth teller. It's not a distortion at all. But of course, it doesn't surprise me that the mainstream view is uh, the distorted view. I see DMT as perhaps the greatest key we have to understanding reality and unlocking the secrets of the cosmos. I see DMT as the ultimate cheat code in the video game. It shouldn't exist. There should not be this substance that allows you to see so much. I feel like we've been given a gift that peers behind the veil of reality. We're very blessed to have this gift. We're very lucky to have DMT. It's not at all surprising to me that it's illegal and outlawed because I think it shows you too much. And I think if everyone tried DMT in their lifetime, we would have very different views on religion and God and authority. It would be very hard for people to be controlled when you have that connection to the divine through DMT. And I think you can equally have it through mushrooms and through LSD and through other psychedelics, but DMT certainly takes you the deepest. Just one trip alone can permanently change your outlook on life. So if DMT is something that's been calling to you, you feel this curiosity about it, I would say definitely follow that curiosity. You're being shown DMT for a reason. There was a time in my life where I didn't know what DMT was, and I couldn't have told you a single thing about it. And then slowly the awareness of it came online in my reality. And then slowly certain people in my life popped up and certain opportunities popped up that allowed me to try it. It definitely found me, I would say. And it showed up in my life exactly at the time that I was ready for it. I remember that all my life I've had the intention to 
see beyond ordinary reality. I wanted to see something extraordinary. And I thought that it would come to me in the form of seeing a UFO or having an out-of-body astral projection experience. And I didn't know about DMT, so I had no idea that it would come to me in a psychedelic form. What I was seeking, my intention, would actually manifest through psychedelics, through DMT. And I vividly remember the very first time I smoked DMT. It was this absolute knowing that I had found what I was seeking, that all my life I was seeking the extraordinary. I wanted to see proof that there was more to reality than meets the eye. And within the first few seconds of DMT, I I knew I'd found it. It was that key that I had been seeking all my life. And I think for different people, it's different keys. For someone, it could be breath work. For someone else, it could be a profound experience on meditation. For me, it was DMT. It's worth noting that you actually have DMT in your body at all times. There's always a small amount of DMT in your system. And so when you smoke DMT, you're not adding this foreign substance to your body. You're actually increasing an already existing substance that your body is very familiar with. And one of the reasons why DMT trips are so short is because your body's very used to metabolizing it. It it can chew through DMT like nothing else. Unlike mushrooms, where you have a five to six hour trip, sometimes even longer, with DMT, it's 10 to 20 minutes. And so it's interesting that your body does not allow you to stay in that oversaturated DMT state for more than 10 minutes. You're allowed to get a peek behind the veil for 10 minutes, 15 minutes. But very quickly, you come down to your default base settings. And so there's an argument to be made here that perhaps DMT is an essential component of how you actually perceive reality day to day, that your day to day so-called sober state is influenced by the small amount of DMT that's always in your system. And when you ingest or inhale DMT, what's happening, I think, is you're actually seeing more of the truth of reality. And then your body quickly metabolizes it and brings you back to your default state. It's like if reality is your desktop computer and you're seeing all the icons in your day-to-day life. But when you smoke DMT, it's like you have a magnifying glass and you're able to see the pixels behind the icons on your desktop. And if you inhale even more DMT, now you're not even looking at the pixels, you're looking at the transistors that make up your computer. And then maybe when you inhale even more DMT, now you're not looking at the transistors, you're looking at the actual atoms that make up the transistors. So there's all these layers of reality. And I think the default layer is the desktop model. Donald Hoffman talks a lot about this in his TED Talk, which I'll link to below. And he basically says that everything you're seeing in your reality, the trees, the table, the laptop or the phone that you're watching this video on, it's like the icons on your desktop computer. In the same way that when you see the trash icon on your MacBook, you know it's not a real trash can. And you know that none of the imagery you're seeing on your desktop is real. It's just symbols you still take the symbols seriously. You're not going to drag your most important documents into the trash. You respect the symbol. And I think reality is the same way, that what you're seeing around you, the table, the chair, the trees outside your window, they're just symbols, that the real, raw, 
source code of reality is far stranger and more mysterious than we could comprehend. My theory is that when we smoke DMT, we actually get a glimpse at that true reality. We can't live in it because it would be too much for us in this human body, but we can get a glimpse of it. And then we come back to the desktop with all the icons and symbols where we feel familiar, we feel comfortable. Okay, so let's dive into some of the tips and suggestions I have for doing DMT. Number one is environment. This is the basic of all basics, but you absolutely want to make sure that your environment is comfortable, safe. If it's your first time, definitely have a trip sitter. Make sure you're sitting down either on a couch or a bed with a lot of pillows because when you smoke DMT, you're going to feel very relaxed. You're going to want to sink back into the pillows or into the couch. Never do it at a place where you can fall down or any sort of dangerous place. Always do it with the utmost safety. So either your bed or couch, somewhere soft. So if you fall back, you're falling back on the pillows. Don't do it on a roof. Don't do it anywhere where there's potential of danger. Start small. If it's your first time, go easy. The effects of DMT are pretty immediate. So you'll definitely either feel it or not feel it. You'll know pretty quickly if the dose you took is enough for you. On the smaller doses, you're sort of entering a hybrid reality where you're still here but you can kind of perceive the DMT realm. Similar to mushrooms, where you have these visuals coming into your field, but you're still very much here. On the larger doses, you fully leave your body and you're full-on in DMT land. I would say you're basically having an out-of-body experience. I remember on my deepest DMT trip, and I knew it was going to be deep, and I asked my friend, do I keep my eyes open or closed? He said, it doesn't matter because where you're going... There's no such thing as eyes. There's no such thing as open or closed. You're going to be fully gone. And so I kept my eyes open. I breathed in the DMT. Within five seconds, the entire room was gone. I was in another space. I remember blinking my eyes. And for a few seconds, I could still perceive the eyelashes touching my face. But nothing in my visuals changed. Whether my eyes were open or closed, I was already in the other world, the DMT realm. For me, that was the most extraordinary thing. I'd never had an out-of-body experience before. And to perceive reality, but knowing that my physical body is no longer there, that it's just pure mind, pure consciousness perceiving itself, that was mind-blowing. And that experience will stay with me for the rest of my life. I would say if it's your first time, don't do DMT alone definitely have a trip sitter. If you have experience with the DMT, then it's up to you, but always make sure you're safe. If you are doing it alone, make sure you're actually alone. So if you're living with other people, either let them know that you're tripping or make sure there's no one else in the house. You don't want to be in a situation where you're full on tripping on DMT and your roommate or your partner doesn't know that. That can lead to some very tricky complications. If you're doing it with other people, do it in the company of people you trust, people that you feel very comfortable with, and the fewer people in your environment, the better. This is not something that you need a big group for. This is a very intimate solo experience, and the less energies you have, the less distractions you have in your environment, the better. So if it's just you and a trip sitter, that's perfect. Have some music on. It'll really help you. It'll really help you guide your trip. And it'll give you a foundational layer. So in the DNT realm, it's easy to get lost in the visuals. And you don't know where you are. You don't know what's going to happen. But if you can hear the music, it's like a little bit of a tether keeping you grounded. 
you know that you're safe, you know that you're in the experience, in the container of a trip. So some music is definitely helpful. Um, I think doing DMT in silence would be pretty unnerving for a first-timer. If you're experienced with DMT, I think silence could be very interesting. But for a first-timer, definitely have some music on. If you need some good music, head over to jameszander.com playlist. You're going to find all my music there for mushrooms. I'll also add a special DMT playlist specifically for DMT. You know, there's something interesting that I noticed in my DMT trips, which is that the DMT energy likes a certain type of music. The way I found that out is kind of funny. I remember I would have these DMT vape pens. They're quite gentle. They don't take you all the way, but they give you a hybrid experience. And I lived with roommates at the time, so it wasn't really ideal to do it in the house. So what I would do is I would go to my car and park my car somewhere, somewhere quiet, and turn on the music. And I'd put my Spotify on shuffle. My music taste is all across the board. So I have pop songs, I have instrumental, I have spiritual music, I have all sorts of music. And it was so funny, the moment I started smoking DMT, and I pressed next on shuffle, it would specifically choose the same tracks the same sort of synth-wavy electronic tracks that I had in my library, oftentimes the very exact same track from trip to trip. It became eerie and fascinating to understand that this DMT energy actually knew exactly the music it wanted. And it would, on shuffle, out of 10,000 songs in my library, would consistently return to the same 5, 6, 10 songs always the same sort of feel. There's a certain signature to the music where I basically could predict, oh, this is a song that DMT is going to like. The DMT energy, the DMT entities are really going to enjoy this track. And I would add it to my library and it would always come up during my trips. In terms of mindset, make sure you're in a positive or neutral state of mind. Don't do DMT after a breakup. Don't do DMT after a tragic event. Don't do DMT in a negative state that can definitely seep into your consciousness and obviously affect your trip. DMT in and of itself is intense enough without needing to bring, you know, some very challenging emotion to it. So try to do DMT from a neutral state or a positive state. That'll really help you out. Okay, this is important. Go into any DMT trip with intention. Be very intentional when you do DMT. I mean, this is true of any psychedelic, but DMT is nothing to mess with. It deserves the utmost respect. Same thing with ayahuasca, which the main ingredient in ayahuasca is DMT. You want to treat this energy with absolute reverence and respect. Never do DMT recklessly. Never do it. I think spontaneous is okay if you do it intentionally, but never do it spontaneously in a reckless way. Always come into it with intention, with respect. Always understand, what am I trying to get out of this trip? Ask yourself, why am I doing this trip? Even a general intention like, I'm curious, or I want to gain knowledge about myself and the universe. Those are great general intentions, but always come in with some intention. Never just do it recklessly because you will get cosmically slapped. If you're not in the right environment, if you're doing it with the wrong people, if you're doing it recklessly, DMT can definitely slap you around and it's 
It's not a fun experience. So always come into it with reverence, with intention, and with respect, and you'll get treated with respect by DMT. Okay, surrender. This is a big one. DMT is like mushrooms times 100. Okay, so if you've done mushrooms, imagine the intensity of mushrooms times 100. Surrender is crucial because you're going from zero to 100 in the span of a few seconds. You know, with mushrooms, there's a bit of a delay. It takes about 20 minutes to 60 minutes to really start to feel it. With DMT, it takes five seconds. The moment you inhale the DMT, your trip begins. So it's very normal to be nervous before a DMT trip. It's very normal to have pre-flight jitters is how I like to call it. It's like you know you're going to go to Mars and you know it's going to be a rocket ship. It's not going to be an airplane smoothly taking off. It's going to be from zero to 100, from Earth to Mars. There's not any easy way of preparing for this other than to surrender to the experience. Any resistance you have, it's going to create friction. So you have to be willing to let go. You have to be willing to trust. You have to be willing to fully give in to the experience. When you're going from zero to 100, it can be exhilarating or it can be terrifying. And it just depends on your level of surrender. How much do you trust the plant medicine? So I I would say for a beginner, you're actually in a really good place because your relationship with DMT is very pure and it can be very trusting. And so you should not have any problems letting go. But if you've had some sort of iffy experiences, either with DMT or other psychedelics, you might feel this resistance. You might feel this, oh, I don't know if I can go to this place because last time I had an LSD experience or a mushroom experience or a DMT experience, it didn't turn out so well. So you want to you wanna nurture that trust with the plant medicine. That will allow you to let go. There was one time where I could not let go. I wanted to go deep on DMT. I wanted to go further than I'd ever gone before, but I was so nervous. And one thing that helped, my friend said to me, why don't you take half a dose of MDMA? And in one hour, your heart will be open. You're going to feel the love because of the MDMA opening your heart. You're going to feel relaxed. You're going to feel in tune. And it's going to eliminate some of that uh, nervousness. And so that's what we did. And this is not advice or encouragement, but it did really help me in that moment to let go. You know, it's like if you're, I don't know, if you're skydiving, there's that moment where you just need to jump. And I think the MDMA really helped me to make that leap because I knew that what I was getting into was going to be the deepest DMT trip I've ever done. And it was. Now, this is not advice or encouragement to you. I'm just letting you know that this is what can help when you know that you have a lot of resistance or you're really scared of something, that can help. Another time, I remember I did a ceremony with a couple. They facilitated ketamine journeys. And so they would give you ketamine and you'd go on this spiritual journey with them. And then at the end of the ketamine journey, they would offer 5-MeO-DMT, which is even stronger than normal DMT. But because of the ketamine, you were very relaxed and it allowed you to flow into that experience. So that's another potential way. If you have access to ketamine, you could use that as just a little bit of lubricant to allow you to not be scared of the psychedelic experience. 
Again, not advice or encouragement. If you are going to do this, always make sure to test what you're taking. Do it with caution and always with a trip sitter. Okay, let's talk a little bit about the actual mechanics of taking DMT because this is important if you've never done it. You've got to know you've got to know some tips here. Usually people smoke or vaporize DMT. So they're either smoking it from a pipe or it's a DMT vape pen, and so they're inhaling the DMT vapor. You can take it in some other ways. For example, I've heard experiments where people get injected with DMT. This is not something I have experience in. It's not something I can recommend because I haven't done it. So uh, I would say smoking or vaporizing is generally the two ways that you go about it. Now, if you're smoking it or vaporizing it, the key is to inhale and hold it in your lungs for as long as possible. If you're just going to smoke and exhale right away, you're not going to have a trip or you're going to have a very mild experience and you're going to say, oh, I don't feel it. So the thing with DMT is you inhale it and then you hold it in your lungs for as long as possible. And that length of time allows it to permeate your body. It allows it to work through your system and then you'll start to feel it. And the longer you hold it, the deeper you can go. So one big inhale and holding it for 10 seconds, 15 seconds, 20 seconds is going to give you a deeper trip than three inhales, but you're only holding it for five seconds. Now, as you hold it in your lungs, reality is going to start changing in front of your eyes. It's going to start morphing. It's like when you take mushrooms and you feel reality morphing, but imagine it's sped up. So instead of taking an hour to kick in, it's taking 10 seconds or five seconds. You're going to feel very relaxed. At some point, it's going to feel very hard for you to hold on to the vapor and you're naturally going to exhale, which is normal. Now, if you want to go deeper, that's where you take the second inhale and you hold it again. And if you want to go even deeper and break through, you take the third inhale and you again, hold it for as long as possible. This is where having a trip sitter who can encourage you and guide you can be very helpful Because if you're doing it alone, by the third inhale, you're so far gone and you're already tripping, you're not even going to remember to take the third inhale. You're going to be so in the experience that the idea of taking another inhale is going to be 10,000 miles away. So this is normal. This is why I encourage people to just get good at taking one big inhale and holding it in your lungs rather than trying to do, you know, three or four or five inhales, because it's going to get progressively harder to do that as the trip begins. Let me just remind you again that this video is just for educational purposes. Now, if you're doing it from a vape pen, generally speaking, it's going to be gentler than doing it from a pipe. If you're doing DMT from a pipe, you have an advantage here because you can actually load the pipe with a heavier dose and just do one big inhale and get all the DMT in one go. If you're doing it from a vape pen, it's going to be a gentler hit. So you're going to have to take a few inhales to get to the same level. If you really want to go deep, you probably want to go with the pipe. If you want to just gently ease into it and you want to experiment and you're a beginner, a vape pen is the perfect way to start. So it just depends where you are and what your intentions are. Speed is essential here. Because DMT is so immediate and it kicks in so quickly, you want to decide in advance how many inhales you're going to take. And then when you take one, you hold it in, 
the moment you exhale, you immediately want to go and take the second inhale. So if your plan is to take three hits of DMT, the moment you exhale from the first hit, you have to immediately go for the second hit. And the moment you exhale from the second hit, you immediately go for the third hit. Because the longer you wait, the more tolerance your body builds up. So if you take the first hit and then the second hit you take five minutes later, that's going to have a much weaker effect on you, possibly no effect. So whatever dose you want to take, you want to take that all in one go in the beginning, take as many hits as you've decided to take, and then let the trip begin, let go, surrender, and you're not thinking of taking any more hits, you're just going along for the ride. Once you're in the trip, you're going to lose all sense of time. The DNT realm is timeless. This is where music can help because you can kind of tell when one track ends and one track begins, and it'll kind of keep you a little bit tethered. But in general, it's a completely infinite, timeless realm. Even though the trip is only 10 to 20 minutes, it may feel like an hour. It may feel like two hours. It may feel like an eternity. It's hard to really tell what your unique experience is going to be. But be prepared for a timeless feeling. You're going to see what might be the most beautiful visuals you've ever seen. And what's really trippy is that you're not just seeing the visuals, you become the visuals. You are both the visuals and the consciousness perceiving the visuals. It's like consciousness looking at itself, looking at its most fractal, geometric self. Now, you might also see some terrifying visuals. There's no way to prepare you for what you're going to see because each trip is so unique. My experiences on the whole have been very positive. If I've respected the medicine, if I took care of the environment, I took care of the people I'm tripping with, I took all the necessary precautions and I set an intention and I came into the trip with reverence, my trips have always been positive. The one time where I didn't do this, I had a pretty iffy experience, but that was all on me. That was me not respecting the medicine. So as long as you respect the medicine and you go into this space with reverence, you're going to be treated with respect by the DMT. If you start having a negative experience, the best thing you can do is surrender. Sometimes that can mean do nothing. Allow the experience to pass through you. Allow yourself to be taken on the ride. But don't resist, don't create friction, don't freak out, don't panic. Now, this is hard to do in the moment if you're experiencing something terrifying. But if you go into it with the intention to surrender, with the intention to let go, that intention will guide you. So if you do experience something scary, you're going to remember to let go. One thing that might help is to treat it as a dream. So if you're having a nightmare, just remind yourself, this is just one layer of reality. No matter how scary this is, you're going to come back down to earth in 10 to 20 minutes. This is something that can really help as well as just to remember that you're going to come back to reality in 10 to 20 minutes. No matter what, you're going to come back. You are not going to get stuck in the DMT realm. It's almost like there's an escape clause written into the DMT contract. You're going to have a very intense experience. You're going to see all sorts of crazy things, but 10 to 20 minutes, you're going to come back. DMT is very much like a dream in that as soon as you come out of it, you start forgetting the details. In the DMT experience, it's very vivid. It's more real than real. It's ultra sharp. You feel like you're in this visceral, tangible realm. As soon as you come out of it, it starts fading away like a dream. 
almost exactly like a dream. You know, when you wake up in the morning, by the time you're in the shower, no matter what kind of dreams you've had, you've forgotten half the details, if not more. And so if you want to keep any part of your DMT experience, you have to write it down as soon as possible. As soon as you're out of the experience, record a voice memo or write down in your journal. Do something to keep aspects of that experience with you. Because if you wait even half an hour, you're going to forget most of the details. You know, with mushrooms, you can hold on to the insights and the experiences a little bit longer. But with DMT, it's very quick. So anything that you've learned on DMT, any insights, any messages that you've received, make sure you write them down as soon as possible. I think that in some way, because DMT is such an alien realm, it's so hard to hold on to that frequency when you're back here on Earth. And that's why we forget so many of the details. The analogy I like to use here is imagine you're a square living in a two-dimensional world and you take DMT and for 10 glorious minutes, you become a cube. You can perceive things three-dimensionally and it's mind-blowing. And then 10 minutes later, you come back to the two-dimensional world. And no matter how mind-blowing that experience was, you cannot hold on to the 3D-ness of it because you're living in a 2D world. So even as you try to draw the experience or to capture it in words, it becomes in some ways impossible because you're in the 2D dimension. And I like this analogy because I think this is exactly what happens on DMT. You're a three-dimensional being, you take DMT, and for 10 to 20 minutes, you are able to perceive the fourth dimension or maybe the fifth dimension. You're able to see things that in your 3D state you have no way of accessing. And so you're having this mind-blowing experience. When you come back from the 5D, it's impossible to draw a 5D shape in your 3D world. The best you can do is have an approximation of what it looked like, an approximation of what it felt like. But the true 4D, 5D experience remains locked behind the gates of the DMT. This is what makes DMT so unique and so powerful and so intriguing is the dimensions you're able to access. To be able to see the 5D realm, even for 20 minutes, it leaves you changed forever. And even when you come back down to earth, you never forget the feeling. You may forget the visuals or exactly how it looked, but you never forget the feeling, that mind-blowing, extraordinary feeling of being in that other realm. The feeling that I remember from DMT is a feeling of home. It felt like coming home. Even from the very first trip, having never done DMT before, the moment I entered that realm, I felt a sense of deja vu. Oh, I've been here before. This feels like home. This feels like love, like pure, unconditional love. This feels like God. This feels like the divine. It distinctly felt like a realm that I had been in before I was born, and probably the realm that we return to when we die. That this is the dream. This is the video game for the soul. But that the DMT realm, that's home. So that's my tips for DMT. Let me know if I missed anything. Let me know if you have any follow-up questions. And let me know about your experiences with this extraordinary molecule. For more DMT, spiritual, and psychedelic insights, make sure to subscribe to this channel. I also have a second channel called The James Xander Trip, where I interview fascinating guests on my podcasts. It would mean the world to me if you subscribed to both channels. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll see you in the next video. 
Hello, beautiful soul. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you learned something today, and I hope this episode helped you in your psychedelic and spiritual journey. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy my other podcast, The James Xander Trip, where every week I bring a fascinating guest onto the podcast to dive into psychedelics, mindset, and spirituality. Search for The James Xander Trip on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, or visit jameszandertrip.com. I recommend listening to the first episode, where I dive into ayahuasca with my friend Jacob and his wild experiences on psychedelics. And if you want to stay connected with me, join my free newsletter at jameszandertrip.com. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. This episode is sponsored by magicmush.ca. If you're looking for an online dispensary for magic mushrooms, mushroom chocolate, and other high-quality psychedelic products, head over to magicmush.ca and use the promo code JAMES to get 25% off. Thank you for listening and have a beautiful trip. If you enjoyed this episode, you might enjoy my brand new audio course, Unlock God Mode. Unlock God Mode is a four-week experience where every day you'll get a 15-minute audio lesson that gives you frameworks, tools, and perspectives to upgrade your relationship with life. In the same way that mushrooms give you insights that help you up-level in the video game of life, I designed this course to do the same thing for you. I've compiled every lesson that I learned through psychedelics, through meditation, through my spiritual work, through life. I've put my best tools in this course so that no matter who you are, if you choose to go on this adventure with me, you're going to learn some amazing frameworks. You're going to learn to see life with new eyes. You will improve your relationship with life. And by extension, your life will improve. If you're interested in more details, go to jameszander.com slash godmode or use the link in the show notes. Use the promo code SHROOMS for a special discount. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I deeply appreciate you. Feel free to reach out to me through my newsletter. Go to jameszander.com to sign up. I'd love to connect.